Support for Mob Rules is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped Hell offers yeah. precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The what? 4.0. Join over 4 nice. million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FALCON uh, at manscaped.com. You all might think that's a joke, um, but we do want to welcome uh, our most recent sponsor and, and very uh, appreciated sponsor, Manscaped, uh, who actually yeah. reached out to the shitty Warhammer podcast and was <laughs> like, hey, you guys want to sell some pube trimmers? And you know what? We sure did. So thank you, Manscaped. Yeah, absolutely. That's like right up our alley, I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now my balls are as smooth as my brain of 40K. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I guess you could call the show Grim After Dark After Dark now, because we say the naughty words, and no one's going to beep them out. Fuck you, Tyler. We love you. Uh, welcome yeah, to Marvels. Fuck you too, Tyler. My name is John. Uh, joined, as always, by... I'm Danny. You are. Dude, we're so out of practice at this now. We've been away for a little bit here. It's been a really kind of hectic couple of months, I think, for both oh of us. Oh, my God, guys. You were, yeah. you, you were in, like, post-post-doctorate school, uh, becoming, <laughs> like... <laughs> The Ali McBeal I mean, of 40K? Yeah, that's actually accurate. I am very much like Ali McBeal. We have kind of a similar build, actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Danny's waif-like figure and, and bird-like bone mm -hmm. structure. That's why we chose promo code Falcon it's, uh, for all it's of your, true. your needs. Um, <laughs> I have. If you wanted to see my bones from the outside, uh, look at a I, picture. Or if you of, want to see someone's bones, look at me. Yeah, or you Callista Flockhart. Who, which one's which? Yeah, one You'll never two. know. Uh, one of them is married you to Harrison know. Ford. The other is uh, Danny McTavish. Um, I've been back to school uh, writing bullshit papers about English, which turns out you just Dude. make up a bunch of stuff about how things make you feel, mm -hmm. and you just you score points. It's that good. Um, and then, of course, every week we've been on the Frontline Gaming Network on Monday nights with Grim After Dark, true. Uh, the number one Christmas movie review show. On the Frontline Gaming Network. <laughs> but nowhere else. <laughs> but, but nowhere else. Like, if you compare it to, like, actual Christmas review shows, uh, it was terrible. Of course, referring to last week's episode where we had Peter the Falcon uh, Colosimo on. And when you have the guy between 40K stats, one half of the Stat Center power duo, uh, mm -hmm. with your own producer, Val, uh, on, the first thing you do is you organize a plan to not talk about 40K at all and see how that goes over. And it turns out, not great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let, let's let's be honest, right? Like we had the entirety of 40K Stat Center on the podcast at one time. Yeah. And we chose to not talk about any 40K Stat Center. We, well, we literally could have just me yeah. and Danny fucked off and it could have just been an enjoyable episode of Stat Center with people loving the right. the Peter Val Power Hour, but we decided to talk about Avatar 
Uh, but instead. yeah, fuck you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> An active disdain for the audience is really what drives us here, as, as any longtime listener is going to know. Um, it's been our tradition, like as as time has gone on. I think we've kind of cemented that as uh, as kind of the mo of mob rules that we uh, we hate our listeners. One, that's we, not true at all. It's yeah. not. It's not true at all. Uh, because if we hated you. Uh, we wouldn't tell you to go to manscaped.com and, and save 20% right. and get free shipping uh, for that. So even Ennis Wilson over in Scotland, free shipping. Um, I know, shocking. I mean, let's be honest. If anybody needs to shave their balls, it's the Scottish. Well, uh, with Ennis. Known for their long balls. <laughs> Baby-faced, baby-shafted. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll fair, see what fair. goes from there. Um, but, yeah, actually. Well, luckily for him, uh, Manscaped does offer a small sized <laughs> shaver specifically for those that don't need, you know, the swath uh, that the lawnmower 4.0 does. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah. So uh, uh, because of this great deal that we got to, from Manscaped, uh, Danny and I had to come back for this very special episode. Uh, and we were like, you know what we're going to talk about? I think we were mentioning on Grim After Dark with Peter, nothing's really changed in 40K. It's all pretty standard no. right now. Uh, your top mm-hmm. ITC is not going to change. They've already booked their cruise uh, clothing. Uh, they know they're going. Um, so what we're going to do is we did a bit a couple weeks ago in Grim After Dark where um, Innes and Danny created uh, Black Templar lists using our old uh, Iron General uh, uh, format that we stole from this show. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> we pillaged it. It's, we, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's been much like the rotting corpses that we use to power our, our show normally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I believe Val calls that corpse OBS. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> we, yeah. So, uh, we put it to the listeners. It was like, Hey, look, what, whatever guy decides that's whose guy's list. I'm taking the LVO. Um, and then, yeah, so, so that is how I'm deciding my Black Templar list. So today, uh, on Mob Rules, we're going to go through that list, uh, kind of maybe, uh, now that Danny knows kind of the stakes of, oh shit, this guy's actually going to take it places and try and do things with it. Maybe kind of, I don't know what that's about. Keep the original spirit of the list and maybe move some stuff around there. Um, but, uh, again, we're going to just kind of go through, uh, John's LVO list. Uh, four Black Templars, which was like kind of a new meta, new new faction that maybe isn't the most powerful True. out there, but also is yeah. not severely underpowered in, in any way. Also true. Uh, um, yeah, so we're, we're going to go through that. Uh, so, yeah, again, thanks to our friends at Manscaped for, for making this happen and getting me and Danny back Hell together. Yeah. Um, before we do that, uh, Danny, outside of literally hundreds of Marvel Crisis Protocol miniatures, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, um, I just received all of my household items. So that includes all of my many armies on Monday. Um, so, uh, I'm going to kind of, well, okay. Yeah. Wh- whenever this, whenever this airs, who knows? Saturday. Uh, yeah. Right. So yesterday I went to my storage unit then. And uh, I pulled out uh, like my Necrons because I really want to play them more. I, I really want to take them to LVO. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my favorite army to play right now. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to be uh, an idiot and I'm going to bring a monolith to LVO, John. What do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think, I mean, you're only an idiot if you take three. 
And I guess that's the real challenge is do I you mean, want to just take a super heavy? Three. I know you have three. Um, like that's the real ballsy move is player place terrain. I brought three monoliths. So fuck me, I guess. Um, well, the good news is, is that I can set up the terrain on my half of the table so that my monolith can maneuver around freely. Until it just gets stuck like a Roomba in the middle. <laughs> guess I'll bonk against this ruin for two turns. <laughs> that's okay as long as i'm inside of it i can shoot out of it and that's what really counts that's fair and for you guys who are like man it's been a long time since we've had our uh, marlboro's episode uh, danny has not seen his personal possessions in around four months i think yeah uh so i did the math it's 20 weeks it's almost 20 weeks since i've uh since i've had things yes so so uh, you guys can't see right now, but in the background of Danny's uh, video here, I can see the the camping chair that he was uh, recording Grim After Dark on for the last twenty weeks. Which I know. Is... I finally, I finally have an actual like office chair. I'm like, I'm like king in the castle. I've got a chair. You know, it's like it's it's so nice, man. Like sure. it's such an improvement. Uh, gift copyright Val, uh, 2021. Yeah, thank, thank, you, thank you, Val. It's basically perfect way funnier than anything we've come up with in, in 20 weeks but yeah i'm excited to get you back on on necrons again especially as you've been forced to either have dark angels which sit in your table and score and maybe win or admech which I mean, sit on I your like that yeah or admech which sit on your side of the table and shoot and maybe win <laughs> i mean that's an accurate description of my armies uh and the, the necrons will i played them sit on so, my yeah. side of the table and actually no this necron army that i've been playing that i'm probably going to be playing here is uh very aggressive so uh i think it'll be able to kind of capture points and kind of move up the table i'll have to take things like i'll stop taking stranglehold and maybe take like I don't know. I don't. I don't see. It's been so long since I've taken. What's the thing where you have to hold all the table quarters? <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. Um, engage in all fronts. Engage in all yeah. fronts. Yeah. Don't you take yeah. like the Necron version of that, which is like anti-engage? Oh, yeah. That one's also very good. Um, so that might be a consideration for me to take, um, and just wipe people off my side of the table with uh, score pack destroyers and wraiths. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of options. I really want to take that monolith though. That's kind of the keystone, and that's going to kind of get me to paint one up. Well, um, maybe which I haven't painted up the new one yet. That's your secret sauce ingredient for your LVO list that we'll talk about in a few episodes time before LVO. Um, the you yeah. you have to have that monolith in there. Uh, otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, you're just a dirty little tryhard, which well, I've <laughs> accused you of many times. Um, it's true. But my lawyers told me to stop, so that, that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that's not me. It is. It very much is you. Legally, you're not allowed to deny that. So, uh, yeah, that's sort of, I, I guess we could do the, the what we've been up to thing, but gosh, it's been a couple months it's quite a lot. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk all about uh, Black Templars and kind of making a weird Amazing. skew meme list. Uh, so we're going to play a break, and then we will be right back. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, 
Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Man. Woo! It's been a while. And, and the thing I love most about that I've heard is, is the same people who complain that we play it uh, are about, is, is 50 50 uh, haters and lovers of that fantastic advert uh, from Peter from NGC40K. Um, so. LVO, right around the corner. We know what's happening because we've passed a refund deadline already. So we're there. We are absolutely (laughs) there. Whether we like it or not, we're there. When we remember to unmute Danny, it's even better. Uh, I know. So... (laughs) <laughs> uh, we we are there. We're going. Uh, I will be taking, and I think I said to this to you today, with a caveat, the last chapter approved comes and just kind of like, oh, see your plague marine, fourteen points, buddy. Go go at it. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, then I will absolutely. I will switch so quickly back to death guard that the heads will spin. Um, but right now, dude, I have like six thousand points of painted death guard. I'm kind of done with that. Uh, let, let's move on to something. I feel everyone should have a marine army. Uh, and that's just not the mm-hmm. Games Workshop shilling me. Uh, that's kind of the genuine thing of, you know, uh, you're, you will always have something <laughs> fresh and new. Um, are you sure that's not Are you sure that's not the Games Workshop shilling you? I, I'm just asking. <laughs> I feel like I'm obligated to ask you that. I mean, I, I, cu- I couldn't say because I signed away my rights to say it. No, I'm kidding. It, it really, <laughs> it, it really is, is oh. not. Um, but no, like because it, Space Fucking Marines. slow clap. Space Marines are like a classic, uh, the classic 40K army. Uh, they've been in literally mm-hmm. every box set that's kind of come in. And they, they have kind of, they're a nice palate cleanser. And they're a little bit more forgiving mm-hmm. than other armies. So if, like you're bored of Death Guard, you can go to just do some Space Marines for a little bit. You get Sigourney. You know, it's kind of, it's a nice palate cleanser for me. And then, of course, uh, uh, Games Workshop, thank you so much. Yeah, we got uh, a ton of review stuff for Black Templar coming through, including a lot of the new kits, the upgrades, the supplement. Um, and I know. Yeah, and it was just, again, not a shill, uh, but some of those kits are, are simply amazing. I have issues with Dude. a couple of them that we'll go into probably later. Um, okay. but, but the redesign's super great, and thank you, Thank you so much for making me not have to paint that orc on Halbrick's base and making that an optional extra <laughs> because you know what I didn't want to do is, is paint, pa- paint an orc. Yeah, uh, that, one that's orc, one orc sounded miserable to do because uh, then everyone would need a dead orc in the base. Otherwise, where's the unifying mm. theme? Because uh, then my, my basing scheme would be all screwed off. Uh, so a couple weeks ago uh, on Grim After Dark, we had uh, Danny Ninnis making. Uh, lists for Black Templars, a 2,000-point competitive army list, um, which included the secret ingredient unit, which I chose as Sword Brethren. Uh, the reason being for that, mm. it's an amazing kit. 
I mean, it truly is a super, super good kit. Um, I think, Danny, you said during the hot takes to, to Codex Black Templar, um, the weapon option limiting is really not great. And they seem to be kind of like other Space Marine units can do what they do, but like a little bit better. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, like, if you compare them kind of to Vanguard veterans, like apples to apples, which is, seems like kind of the route that they were trying to take with them, um, it's just like you don't get the, quite the flexibility. But I get, I mean, it is good that you have different options available to you, right? Like, mm-hmm. that makes Vanguard veterans, like, an appealing an appealing choice for you to take um, as opposed to just, you know, oh, well, I'm always going to take Primaris Sword Brethren, right? Right. Um, but I think that they have some cool... I think they have some cool play. I like uh, the unit looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like they're just amazing models, right? And uh, it's cool to see some more Primaris models with Thunderhammer options. I like to see that. Can, can I say my, my one issue with them is I, I hate the capes, the way the capes go on. Um, so the, oh, really? The way <laughs> the capes work, they are one entire piece. So what I do like about them, mm-hmm. one entire piece that slots right up the back. So really tight, really, there's no wiggle. It's very obvious where it should go. Um, mm-hmm. but they are designed to go, um, over a shoulder pad. Uh, the oh, arm, okay. the arm slots for the torso to the arm don't have any kind of, this goes exactly here delineation on them. They're just round circles. Um, oh, so because you don't have to use the, the, the cape. I, I don't know. I mean, it's on all the instructions. I guess you could make it without the cape, but then are you really black Templaring? I mean, that's my question. I mean, I would say, I would say, no, you want the cape. You, you want, want the cape. You definitely want, you want a cape. cape. Now, now I'm sad I built 10 of them without a cape, with a cape. Um, and then it kind of finishes on the shoulder pad halfway. So you have to line it up right. And then there's a tiny little piece. That's just the end of the cape that curls around the shoulder pad. Um, mm, okay. And then the end of that piece is covered by like the little shield, the raised shield that's been going on shoulder pads recently. Um, and it was just kind of like a real pain to get it lined up without making it look like complete shit. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a bunch of sword brethren out there without capes because it was big pain. Um, but the Thunder mm-hmm. Hammer guy looks amazing. Like the the squad I built, there's two of them in there just because it looks so cool. Um, they're very dynamic, lots of running. But that's the reason I kind of chose them there because uh, I really like the model. Let, let's make it work. Um, so part of the challenge was for Danny to make an army list, including this. Um, so obviously I don't watch our own show. Who would? Uh, and I kind of <laughs> missed. Yeah, that's a question I've been asking myself for years, to be honest with you, John. Yeah, that's fair. There's, there's thousands of you that listen to this, regardless <laughs> of how long we don't record for. Uh, so that, that seems to be on you. Um, but so we kind of had this list uh, of how it goes and kind of, I was like, how do I have a hundred spare points? And it's cause I forgot to put in a unit Danny mentioned, but we're going to go through this here and, and see <laughs> what, what Danny has to say about this list that kind of got Frankenstein together here. Uh, so it's two black, okay. two black Templar patrols. Your first one uh, has a Primaris chaplain on a bike. Uh, he chapter command obviously is all chaplains generally are going to be. Uh, he is Master of Sanctity, so he has Litanies of Hate, Tannhauser's Bones, and he's the Warlord for the army. Um, I didn't go down and choose the Litanies through there yet. I figured it's something else we could do right now. Uh, then we mm-hmm. have uh, the troops are going to be a five-man incursor squad with a hate wire mine. Uh, and then for the elites, we have a six-man Blagard veteran squad. They have the Crux Obsidian. And then we have a 10-man Primaris Sword Brethren. Actually, and, and one thing I did yeah, forget yeah, to for say sure. in this squad yeah, is yeah. you want is you want the champion of this squad to be the champion of the feast. Okay. 
that stratagem. So he gets an extra wound and an extra attack and an extra weapon skill. Hell yeah. He's, he's champion in yeah. a way. Um, we have a 10 man right. primary sword brethren squad. Uh, they all have power swords. They all have heavy bolt pistols. Uh, and then there's two thunder timers in there. Uh, and then for the second patrol, we have High Marshal, High Marshal Helbrecht. Um, <laughs> uh, the troops are another incursor squad with a haywire mine. Uh, we have two squad, two three-man squads of Blade Guard veteran, one Eliminator squad, uh, and then w- across these two detachments, we have one Impulsor with two Storm Bolters and a multi melter and then four Impulsors with Storm Bolters and Iron Hail Sky Talon Array and multi melter and that is mm-hmm. two thousand points. Now, aside from Jesus Christ, stop asking me to make lists. What was your thinking sort of behind this list? <laughs> so uh, obviously it's a very fast list. Um, you, It's fully mechanized, which is pretty cool. So you're looking really at probably like what, eight drops or something like that. So you're like, I think that that's... Uh, yeah, so the, the one here is that eight drops because like everything's inside it. Combat squatting, obviously the Temans, uh, Brethren, Hellbrick mm-hmm. can go in. Uh, yeah, everything is got uh, nine drops. Sorry, you have five impulsors, two incursors, mm-hmm. the eliminators, and the bite chaplain. Oh no, no, the eliminators go inside one of the transports. No, with a uh, with one of the three man. Uh, the idea oh. initially okay. was two three man uh, eliminator squads and two three man uh, uh, blade guard veterans, and then they would each each of those share a transport. And so kind of the tech there is that the eliminators can hop out of the transport after it moves, mm-hmm. shoot, and then with the with the uh, the carbine on the sergeant, hop back in. That lets hop back into the transport. And so, uh, or just do whatever, because there's a bunch of different options. Like you could deploy the eliminators too. It just kind of gives you some options. Like if you need to tie up something uh, uh, from shooting, you can do that with them or just like move on to an objective after they shoot and kind of move out of line of sight. Mm -hmm. Um, That it gives you that option as well. Um, So, and then uh, like, you know, putting like rights of war on the bike chaplain um, so that you, as one of his warlord traits, because you probably want to take the, uh, Oh, like Sigismund's heir or whatever the stratagem is that gives them two warlord traits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably wouldn't, I, I don't know that I would take wise order. I think I, what I might take is, is there's a, there's a, um, oh no, you have to take a black Templars one. Um, I think I, I think I would take the one that gives them like uh, the plus one attack um, and uh, like on the charge, I think or something. There, there's one that's pretty good for him. Anyway, um, as far as litanies go, uh, you want to take the, uh, I think you want litanies of the devout, um, but I could see either way, like either, either, either you take those or space Marine ones. Um, they're both fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give him, uh, if you're going to take litanies of the devout, I would give him the five up feel no pain. Mm-hmm. And then I would also, I would also give him the buffing, um, the one that makes his, uh, his attacks a lot better. Right. Uh, well, not a lot better, but like decent. Um, it's just a, it's a nice buff, right? Um, here, I'm going to pull up my, uh, I'm going to pull up my codex here real quick. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it's solid and that kind of makes them into a beat stick. You can put the five up feel no pain onto like a, like one of the squads of, uh, uh, sword, sword brethren after they've, you know, disembarked from a transport, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, 
or, or, or whatever. And the nice thing is, is you can move the impulsor and then jump the squad out. So in the next turn, potentially you can give them a litany with, so that they, when they get into combat, they can, they can fight real good. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nice. <laughs> now, uh, I was going to say part of this here is, is mishearing or misreading kind of the, the army list you sent through for this. Um, I only put in one squad of the eliminators in here as opposed to the two, uh, which hearing your little shenanigans mm-hmm. with jumping them back and forth seems hilarious. Um, however, to, to fill in that point gap, um, I apparently I just added a shitload right. of multi-meltas. <laughs> and uh mines for some reason i don't know i don't know what you were doing i, I had points left over uh, like i'm gonna be real with you like they're like <laughs> i don't know what else to put in here and then someone's like mines That's fine. so like the haywire mine is just sort of a charging deterrent right uh yeah that allows you to put down a mine that uh that you can pop if enemies get close uh to like an objective or something like that mm-hmm. um which is which is fine like it's not it's not bad or anything i just don't know I don't know what else you're going to spend five points on either. So, like, for me to shit talk them is, oh, they're ten points on brand. Yeah. So maybe yeah. pulling um, pulling those away because essentially with the incursors, you're just trying to maybe distract a little bit, kind of yeah, harass a little bit, like kind of have a couple threats up front to kind of pull away some fire from the impulsors. Or what was the idea behind the incursors? Oh, they're just like the best troop choice that you can get, and uh, for <laughs> okay. <laughs> like like you you have to take troop choices and it yeah. was between them and taking like assault intercessors mm-hmm. uh for black templar i think both of those are are fine um the uh, uh the incursors are decent uh they they have a good amount of attacks um like they're ap minus one with a pair of close combat blades mm-hmm. um and they they've got like three attacks each on the charge they're gonna have a five up invulnerable save, that kind of stuff. I just think that they're they're a nice, uh, good unit to uh, uh, to beat face with. So, um, yeah, I think I think I think they're t- they're they're totally they're totally fine. No, I, w- um, I will they say also have, they're right. also smoke screen, so okay. you can give them a minus one to hit if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and forward deploying, it gives you a little bit of board presence at the start of the game that you may not normally have, or that you don't have to take if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And then uh, also, like, part of this, this is like a super aggressive list. Absolutely, John. This is a list that gets up in your opponent's face and asks them the question, can you deal with all of this stuff all at one time? Uh, if not, uh, get bent. Because, I mean, you, it's like talking of threat overload, like, if you pop the transports that are hopefully at the table, um, like, you have... Uh, like 12 blade guard you have 20 or sorry 10 primary sword brethren you have a lot of close combat damage like so many power swords uh like mm-hmm. thunder hammers like there's a lot up there and if you like say if you focus fire on those guys once they get out of the impulsors there's just so many impulsors that have a lot of shots like i was surprised like i hadn't looked super deeply into the impulsor profile that that sky town is no joke yeah, it's pretty good, right? Like, I think it's it's a totally fine option to take. Um, it it does good work. Uh, so yeah, I think I think I think that's totally reason. Oh, I remembered what I wanted you to give the chaplain. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I was thinking inspirational fighter. Okay. Um, but seeing how many power swords you have on your units, um, like you may everything not need has that. A, everything has a power sword. Yeah, and so what that does is six is to wound with it, within six inches of the warlord. Um, AP goes up by one. 
and it's cumulative with assault doctrine, which is really good because that makes power yeah. swords gross. And like for me, like looking at it, like I looked at the sword brethren as I was kind of like because and, and here's like a little behind thing. I took like the essence of Danny's list and I changed it around a little bit to make it worse. Um, but the the sword <laughs> brethren would be super cool with chain swords because if you're charging in, like they have three attacks base plus one for the chain sword mm-hmm. plus one for the charge, and you can just drown people in dice from this unit. Um, right. But and then you're potentially getting the if you're in assault doctrine, you're potentially making the chain swords AP minus three mm-hmm. with frontline commander, um, which I've used with like flesh tears because they have a very similar they have the same ability mm-hmm. um, as like their chapter tactic, which is pretty nasty. Also, it could make your incursors AP minus three right. uh, with inspirational fighter as well. So I mean, there's some, but like I I felt sword brethren, not chain sword brethren. And that's, yeah, that's fair. That's awful when it all costs narrative player and me uh, just putting everything <laughs> through. <laughs> fair enough. So, so talk to me about the Krog Subsidian that you put on the Blakeguard veteran, uh, the, the champion okay. of the feast. So that allows, that gives you the option. And this is much better if you have an apothecary in your list, obviously, because then you can just bring him back over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it gives So when he's champion of the feast, he's got four wounds. He's minus one damage. Um, he's, uh, so he can tank hits and that's his goal, right? Is just to like reduce the amount of firepower that you're taking on that squad. Mm -hmm. He's got a two plus, he's got a two plus armor save. Um, he potentially, he could be four wounds, five up, feel no pain, minus one damage, four up in two up armor save. So he's like, oh, oh, and also potentially, uh, he could have transhuman physiology. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it just makes him an extremely tough model to get rid of. Also, he's got good weapon skill. Um, he's just a he's just a good model. Like uh, he he just fucks John. Yeah. Uh, Primaris apothecary, eighty points by the way. So I'm just adding in like things things you yeah. take and seeing kind of where we're at, and then we can start cutting away. Um, yeah, sure. And like modific, I think that's like not a bad modification to start with, or at least something to look at, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Um, oh, uh, as far as litanies go, yeah. Um, you, I think you want to take, uh, let's see here. I think definitely you want litany of divine protection, uh, which is just an amazing litany, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's the one that gives you a five up feel no pain. Okay. So and what's great about this is you guys, if you looked at kind of the devotions and the, the things for black Templars, obviously for me, this list is designed around the theory of everyone having a five plus invulnerable all the time. Um, absolutely yep. so, like the damage reduction is already crazy so adding that kind of five plus 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 in there is is even better it just makes your guys like really annoyingly resilient to kill mm-hmm. um and so or alternatively litany of divine protection being able to put that on the on the chaplain himself mm-hmm. um so that that makes him so first of all since he has rights of war he's obsec right that gives him, and he's got uh, seven wounds, I think. Yep. Um, and he can only ever take one damage from attacks. So you have to shoot him with so like seven five, different things. A million different things, yeah. <laughs> well, sure, seven different things. Um, then there's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of different options that you can take for his second litany because he's uh, uh, because he is, uh, you know, a, a, a bestity, so he does get to have two. Mm-hmm. So... Um, there's, uh, there's a couple of different options. I think, uh, Psalm of Persecution is good. And that lets you take a Black Templar's core unit, which is everything. Yep. 
Um, and they get sixes to wound, do a mortal wound in addition to a maximum six. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the important part of this is each unit can can suffer a maximum of six mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. So if you split attacks between two different units, you can potentially do way more than six mortal wounds. Um, uh, also, uh, uh, fervent accl- uh, acc- acclamation mm-hmm. is solid. Um, and this lets you pick uh, a, a vow and give that to one of your core character units. Mm-hmm. So this kind of lets you kind of play around with what they can do and gives you some options, um, which is really cool, right? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, like being able to get uh, the option where um, you are always, you can like put a unit in Assault Doctrine mm-hmm. and get uh uh, you or you can do uh, uh, the anti-psyker one if you want to. Um, uh, oh, then never mind. That one doesn't work, really work very well, um, unless you want to reroll once to wound. But who cares about that? Um, or um, six is to hit auto wound, mm-hmm. um, which is great on some of these units with with power swords. Right, right? for sure. Because like these sword, like these sword brethren, like RDP. that's so many attacks that they can get. Mm-hmm. Right, because they've already got great AP, and you don't have to worry about them having to charge stuff either, because Sword Brethren don't take the penalty, right? Um, for or um, so that's a good one. And then finally, there's the one that actually buffs the chaplain himself, which can, um, it also gives him strength, um, so that'll boost him to strength, uh, uh, what strength six, mm-hmm. um, which is great, and also. Uh, Sixes to hit will auto uh, will score two hits, so mm-hmm. they have he is exploding sixes, which is quite nice. Um, so just to make him a little bit more of a beat stick, um, if you want him to be, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. So these, uh, the the big six man blade uh, guard squad, is that something you look at combat squatting, or you just throw that in as a giant beat stick unit? No, no, that unit stays together. Mm-hmm. Um, you can combat squat it if you want to, I guess it just depends on if your opponent has like weapons that you're actually afraid of uh, like three maybe they have a unit of uh oh man it's been so long it like inceptors <laughs> or something like that that yeah. can come down and bust them. it's been a while since i've seen them on the table um like that might be an that might be an option then that you like say okay well these guys will combat squad um so i don't have to quite i don't have to worry about that quite as much Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, otherwise I would keep them together just as like a, like a brick of wounds. Um, that's tough to deal with. Um, potentially, uh, again, with the chaplain, they can be obsec, which is really important. Um, yeah, I, I think they're, I think they're a great unit. So what are some things like, uh, I said at kind of the start, everyone should have like a space Marine army. I uh, think GW, uh, I signed the contract. No, I'm kidding. Um, because they are a little bit more forgiving. Uh, <laughs> they kind of have some, a lot of tricks There's over like a hundred data sheets for, for space Marines. Uh, what are some common pitfalls Space Marine players fall into uh, that really kind of fuck them over? I think it's important not to be like, I know that this list is very aggressive, but it doesn't have to be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to kind of take the mid table. Uh, and maybe this is just my play style as well, kind of shining through here. Um, I think it's a kind of important to, to take the middle and then kind of just bite off chunks of your opponent's army and make sure that you're trading like your units for their units, but make sure that your units, you're like trading up 
Mm-hmm. Um, because even though this this army doesn't have a ton of deployments, it's almost twice as many units as there actually are. So there's probably like 18 different units or something like right. that. Um, so uh, probably more like 16 units, but still, like it's 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 a lot of uh, that your opponent has to deal with. Um, and you've got actually with the addition of the multi meltas, one thing I was worried with this list that it didn't have really any anti tank firepower. Mm-hmm. But five multi-meltas is nothing to scoff at, especially when they're on a 10-wound, toughness 7, 5++ plus plus platform. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool option. Um, the other thing with this list I think that's important is using the impulsors to help you, uh, to help defend your guys against bonus damage, like damage from Overwatch and things mm-hmm. like that, um, so that you can push them into combat or potentially lock up units so that you don't have to worry about as much shooting. And I think that's going to like, like kind of like a Raider would, right. I think that's kind of going to kind of be the skill that you're going to have to master. And and something kind of, I noticed looking at this list here and it, and it totally reminded me of what you do with ghost arcs where I'm looking at this list. I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of uh, channel blocking going on uh, with this here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, so looking at this here, uh, you mentioned an apothecary would be great. The, the haywire mine trash get rid of it there's only one per box anyway and i'm not buying two boxes of it and cursors uh the the eliminators add a second squad there that's good to go adding those two things in taking those two things away currently puts this list uh, 133 points over so where is something i think that that's go ahead sorry no 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 go what were you saying Oh, I was going to say, like, I would focus on maybe one of those changes instead of both. Okay. I think that it's probably not, like, I think that it's important to think about that. I don't know that the apothecary is going to be worth it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're okay with spending that character to try and absorb some hits, mm-hmm. um, I think you're going to, I think you're going to kind of see that pay off for you quite a bit. Okay. Um, just like, so it's a, what, a 20 point cost for the, uh, 20 points for the crux, uh, the obsidian, mm-hmm. uh, the obsidian crux, right? And yep. then it's like uh, a command point for champion of the feast, which I think is totally, totally worth it for that model. So I think that of the two options, I would stick with the, uh, the eliminators because I think they give you a, another unit that you can use to like either screen your backfield or take an objective or, or do whatever. And they're annoying enough to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, well, are they annoying to kill on this list? So Maybe not. every time, so I obviously play space, against Space Marines a lot, super popular army. Um, I don't know if it's because the people I've played haven't necessarily used them in the correct role, um, but I've always just kind of picked them up whenever I've wanted to. Like, you know, Thanos style, just kind of pointing at it and be like, dead. Um, but again, I, I guess... your opponent is going to have a lot to worry about. I guess that comes from me playing mainly against uh, Space Marines with Death Guard, where I'm like, you stay the fuck away from my characters. Uh, and, and really right. prioritizing that one there. But then again, if they're firing at Eliminators, that's less shots at an Impulsor or, or whatever it is there. So the th- oh. the, the thing about them in this list that makes that, that is a slight disadvantage to them mm-hmm. um, and does them a little bit of disservice for, the, for their toughness value is that you're not going to get cover saves on them. And that's where they get really tough is when they have a one plus cover save. Right. Because again, we're looking at the passion, we can live five plus plus and vulnerable save. But again, mm-hmm. the um, drawback of that one is you get zero cover uh, whatsoever right. for that. 
Um, but, but again, I think the play of them moving in and out of cover and kind of being there on objectives is super valuable. I think the play um, of them I, jumping in and out of an impulsor. Who needs cover when your cover is like a toughness seven tank with a five plus plus? <laughs> right. And then they pop out and are on an objective anyway, right? Like for, I think that that's a good role for them. For sure. And, and even removing that apothecary pulls you back down to only having two characters in this entire list. Uh, which is a kind of a great defensive pick as well, I feel, whereas kind of adding that third in there, uh, kind of assassinate isn't necessarily an auto-take in that situation, but it's like if you're struggling for a third secondary, seeing something where like, well, I could get nine points for this is pretty tempting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, it, well, it's not just nine, it's ten. Oh, yeah. Because remember, they, they get an extra point for your warlord. Yeah. Like assholes. Um, so with those changes, Apothecary, gone. Get out of here. I don't care that I bought you on eBay and you're sitting on my shelf already. Uh, you're out of here. <laughs> did, did you really buy? <laughs> oh, yeah, but this was like when I started, like, like I'll probably get some Black Templar stuff. I was like, well, I'll probably get an apothecary. Okay. Um, I, got a, I got a sweet deal on it, so it was fine. It was like $17. Um, you know, I, I will say, John, that yeah. he becomes much, much better if you're ever running the Horde list. Mm-hmm. Um, Believe like, me, that he's is invaluable coming. on that. Yeah, okay, fair. Though, though I see Horde Black Templars as Assault Intercessors rather than um, Crusaders. Oh, then Crusader Squads? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Maybe. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, anyway, so that yeah. takes us to being 53 points over now. Man. So And this is dropping the Haywire Mines as well? Dropping yeah. the Haywire Mines, dropping the uh, adding a squad of Eliminators. Uh, something we can do here, uh, which would save... 40 points would be dropping all of the Iron Hail Sky Talons. Yeah, that was my first thought if you really wanted to drop something. How many shots is that thing? Is it like six shots? I think it's eight. <gasps> Let me, I'm, I'm super prepared. Oh man, it's eight shots. Dude, it's, and that's why I, that's saying it's, it's really good. Um, God, I hope people like listening to us discuss this. Um, heavy eight, strength four, yeah. AP minus one. Uh, each time an attack is made with this weapon against an aircraft, add one to the hit roll. Yeah. So it, Oh, impulsors are 11 wounds? That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. So it's like, it, it's good, but is it squad of eliminators good? But here's the thing, right? Eliminators are going to get me points by holding an objective, but are they going to be able to kill as much as four iron hails or like 32 shots worth of anti-air? Yeah, I don't know about that. But, but uh, not that I think that mm. air ta- the air like air targets are going to be especially prevalent now. But they're not uh, also the going to be super worried about are they going to be super worried about uh strength 4 gun. <laughs> that that's the thing it's uh, with with eight with eight shots each, I think you probably do one or two wounds every single time you shoot at them. Mm-hmm. Don't forget as well that on turn 1 they're all AP minus 2. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. So it's pretty good. And even then, even cutting out all four of those, which is only like my really own mass fire, still need to find 13 more points. Yeah. I don't know. I So what I would do, John, is mm-hmm. I would try this out. Okay. And I would see if you, if you like one unit of eliminators or if you think that another unit of eliminators would be more useful. If you wanted to, with those extra points, um, that you have for dropping the void mines, mm-hmm. um, Maybe think about uh, another another Sky Talon array for the other Impulsor. So, he, here is where we're at. Taking off all of the Sky Talon arrays, 
with two. No, no, I mean like, okay, sorry, go ahead. With two units of eliminators, uh, mm -hmm. with no sky talent arrays, uh, we are 13 points over. Yeah, no, what I'm saying, John, is okay. that like, sorry. don't take the second unit of eliminators. Okay. At this point in time, try the list as it's written right now, except mm -hmm. maybe like take off one void mine and give one of the impulsors another sky talent array. Okay. And I would say try that out and see if you like that. Mm -hmm. I think that that is worthwhile. The other thing that you could do as well with those extra points, if you didn't want to take another sky talent array is keep in mind that you have all those other uh, options for, um, some of these black Templar, uh, like the relics that you can buy for them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, that might be, that might be worth it. Like some of the relic bearer stuff, like, let's see. So you could buy, uh, for instance, like, uh, the bones of Mordred for, uh, like for, for, for some kind of champion for 10 points, if you wanted to, mm -hmm. um, or, uh, light of the emperor's, don't don't take light of the emperor's grace. Um, <laughs> so so why why not take light of the emperor's grace? I mean that might not be a terrible option. Um, Here's positive shield daddy coming out of his hole. Or uh, or don't take the extra sky talent array and take the uh, Sigismund seal mm -hmm. on on a unit, um, and that lets you pick one unit and you get to reroll to hit and to wound against them. Um, so that might be a good option on like, oh, do you have to give it to a, who do you, who can you give this to? That is a great question. Oh, perfect. It's any model. Oh, so right. Give Sigismund seal to, uh, uh, give Sigismund seal to the sword brethren. Cause yeah, we have 22 points over, uh, left over on this. So, yeah, and that way you can pick a unit that they have and like, just say, okay, I'm combat squatting them, so now you have to deal with two units. Mm -hmm. Um, So, well, yeah, because we're... When, oh, no, it's no. just one of the units of them. Because you, you selected at the start of the first right. round of the combat squad, so you'd still get to pick that. But, like, if they have something that's, like, really, like, baller, like, let's say your opponent has taken, like, a monolith, for instance. Um, <laughs> sure. You could take... Dude, so okay. just, you, you could... Buddy, I love you. You're you're one of my closest friends right now. If we go to the Las Vegas Open and I have to fucking play you at all in a paid tournament, I'm going to be so mad. Like Thursday night, great. Yeah, let's fucking throw down, have some beers. If I am paired against you, I am going to be so mad because I'm like, well, we have great content, I guess, for this. But I'm really mad about it. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that you can you can you can put both the Thunderhammers in one of the combat squads and make that squad like your hitman squad, right? And they can go up against something that's extremely tough. It's almost like Antoine rolls on them. Someone was super excited about the premise of that and, and kind of messaged you right away and be like, hey dude, I can do this. <laughs> okay, so Looking at this, the changes we made, this is kind of like... Did we talk about that? I totally don't remember that at all. I'm sorry. I sent you a message, and I was like, hey, here's what I want to do. I was like, I want to take a 10-man with two Thunderhammers, combat squad it, so you have squad Chad with the two Thunderhammers and all the cool guy stuff and one impulsor, and then squad Shithole, who stays in the backfield and sits on the home objective 
in cover because they get cover because sword brethren don't get the 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 passion the bad side of the passions um and true. yeah so after this go. wait a minute yeah. wait a minute though john yeah. yo sword brethren do not sit in the back uh squad malchus does because they're just like the you stay there you just look after this ruin <laughs> someone has to someone okay, didn't leave fair. me enough points for servitors um so well that'd be another option maybe that would be a good choice that would be but okay so as our our base thing and i, I was joking with danny my, my plan for this list we're going to amass it get it all together and then i'm just going to actually you don't have the the elite slot for the servitors john dang it Dang it. That's okay. We'll take out the sword brethren and just replace it with servitors. Um, <laughs> the, the plan for this again is just to run it into Taylor of Taylor uh, until I can score 60 points with it. Just fucking just smash him into it over and over again. Um, but okay. So after this refinement and this discussion here, uh, the list looks like we have high Marshal Halbert. who's was, I guess a junior Marshal cause he's not the warlord. Um, side note, I feel if you take a special character who is the leader <laughs> of the faction, they should have to be the warlord. Look, John, he's there for supervisory oversight. <laughs> he wants to make sure this chaplain isn't fucking around and like not, not screwing up this crusade. Fuck so he's there to make sure that things are going the way he wants them to. I've listened to Hell's Reach. I know that works. Um, so we have High Marshal Halbert. <laughs> uh, we have just a bare bones and cursor squad. We have two three-man Blade Guard veteran squads. We have a three-man Eliminator squad. Uh, we have one Impulsor with a Multi-Malta and knows uh, Iron Hail. Uh, and then we have th uh, four other Impulsors uh, with Iron Hails <laughs> and Multi-Maltas. Then in our second patrol, uh, we have a Primaris Chaplain on the bike with a Litany of Divine Protection. He has fervent acclamation. Uh, he has Tannhauser's boner. Uh, he is the warlord, master oh, yeah. in sanctity, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I, I like how neither of us came to the conclusion that you should drop master of sanctity to fit other stuff in. Um, that's. I mean, if you wanted to, that'd be fine too. That's real. Smart. I just like having the extra. Uh, oh, for sure. I like having the extra litany. It's pretty nice. For sure, because uh, he's just going to be a real pain in the ass to kill. Um, imagine being hit by a giant poon from an imperial knight and just being like, ooh, my finger. Lol. Lol. <laughs> Five plus plus. Um, then a bare bones and cursor squad that fills troop requirements. We have a six-man blade guard squad uh, with the crux obsidian in there. Uh, we have a ten-man primaris brethren, uh, sword brethren squad. They have the two thunder hammers. Everyone has power sword. Everyone's happy to be there. Uh, and that <laughs> that's the list. And I think that's it. I think that's a pretty fun list. Um, I think yeah, I, th I agree. That list just fucking drives up to the center of the table, um, and it's like an evil pinata because every transport you pop, shit comes out that you don't want to come out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! And like Helbrick can pop, can can hitch a ride with either one of the Sword Brethren squads yep. or the Impulsor with the, or one of the Impulsors with three. Uh, uh, three of the uh, uh, what are they called? The blade guard vets. Yeah, but can you imagine just like one impulsor has five sword guard, um, sword brethren with two thunder hammers. The other one has five sword guard brethren or sword brethren with Helbrecht. Like, what the fuck do you target with that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's well Helbrecht, but yeah, um, it, it's super good. 
No, I don't know, man. That's a tough choice. I don't know that I would target Hellbrick. It depends on what you're running. Uh, what I th- yeah, what, what, I, what, what I'm afraid of. What is your monolith most scared of? Fucking nothing. The multi meltas. You're a nerd. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's true. But also the multi meltas. I feel like I'm probably the most scared of. That's fair. So I'm gonna try and pop so my my game plan against your list is mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and pop your transports, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna try and assault the guys inside because I'm gonna fight you and kill you. That's fair, and you you have often and in the past, and I don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so this is list, this is what we're gonna build towards. Uh, we're gonna update you as we go uh, about how it's doing, where I'm at. Uh, it's it's on order uh, as of tomorrow uh, when I when I call Val and be like, hey, I need these things. Um, and then yeah, we're gonna take a, a quick sort of break, Danny. It's not gonna be a break for us because we have to talk about the people who make this episode possible. And then when we come oh, back, sure, yeah. we'll just do a, a little state of the meta. Almost, we're gonna talk about how things are going. Uh, a couple of big things, and and for some reason, someone asked for a good competitive forty k podcast on on Warhammer, uh, the competitive forty k site, and someone said us. I Which, don't know why. <laughs> I guess we did just have like a 45 minute discussion about space Marine army lists and, and kind of, that's true. I feel it was an interesting discussion about, uh, I think so forming an army. Uh, if you disagree, please don't let us know. Just like, and subscribe. Uh, so, uh, we're going to sort of go away, uh, but not really Danny. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Um, John, John yeah. have you tried the new? Have you tried the new 4.0? Okay. Have, have you tried it yet? <laughs> no ship. I did. I did. <laughs> it yeah. was yeah. Um, I will say, same. Terrifying. Uh, the first part, just kind of <laughs> like uh, you, because I as obviously both as bearded men. I've trimmed my face. Right. I have like a beard trimmer um, and mm-hmm. I've nicked myself with a beard trimmer. So the idea of holding uh, what looked to me to be a beard trimmer uh, at my testicles was terrifying. Um, but let Absolutely. me tell you, fucking nothing. Like no nicks, no nuts, yeah. no nothing. Dude, that's that's awesome because I know like I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. dude, I've cut my I've cut my balls before and it is not have like, you okay. it's not a friendly thing. This is and like, we're going to switch into the not the, wish that on my worst enemy. We're going to switch to the testicle uh, portion of today's episode. Uh, but so, so, <laughs> straight up balls, baby. straight up balls. So you've <laughs> fucking groomed your balls before. Like I'd never yeah, done it. Not. No, no, I'd right, never dude, done it. Come on. No, uh, really? Hand on heart. A hundred percent. No. I let my personality do the talking, and by the time they've got that far, it's too fucking late. They're in, they're invested. Um, so yeah, like, and this is why, like, again, my only knowledge of trimmers is that they're uh, like metal fucking blades of death. Um, yeah, but not this one, John. No, no, dude, it's like plastic, and like it just yeah. It's it, actually, John, it's ceramic. Ceramic. It's, uh, Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I read the notes well. It has uh, the 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 fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. You know what was crazy for me as I was laying on a What's towel that? on my bed trying it, and my <laughs> wife was making fun of me. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sure, sure, okay, Did let's you go turn this some. into a group activity? <laughs> I might have, like towards the end, sure, because okay. I'm like fucking right, even this fair. up. I've never done this before. That, that might have been a line we threw out. <laughs> Give me a trim. <laughs> I think I may have gotten too light on the on the left side. Uh. But um, 
there's like a light on top of the blade. So if you're ashamed of your genitals, you can Hell trim yeah. in the dark. And then kind of pointed down and, and shaved away. <laughs> Did you? Uh, it has like a wireless charging base too. Yeah. How interesting was that? Like I was like, oh man, my phone has wire. My phone, my headphones, all that stuff has wireless charging. I never thought that a ball charger would have wireless charging, but hey, this one does, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. It also comes with a USB-C cable that can connect multiple soundboards to PCs for recording. Um, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer of your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end with pubes in their mouth. Danny, you used to have pubes in your mouth. Uh, and you well, also used to shave okay. your balls. <laughs> used to. <laughs> so now we're going to. But, uh, you know, like I look, it's an important aspect of, of like, I feel like a body grooming. Like, I think that, you know, make it a treat, make it a treat for your treat. Like, yeah. and, uh, like make sure you keep those boys trim and kind of that, that jungle under control. Keep your balls as smooth as your 40 K brain. Uh, and then just for you guys, uh, 20% off plus free shipping with the code Falcon. That's F A L C O N. It really does help us out at Mob Rules create this uh, terrible content that you so enjoy uh, from Manscaped.com. <laughs> Your balls will thank you. Uh, we will be right back, maybe. Sure. <laughs> Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? Man, still, like I haven't listened to that advert in forever. Um, and, and that quick cut to different audio quality gets me every time i know um we're yeah, gonna jump through some stuff here like uh we, we have a discord we have a patreon we have a small but dedicated group who for some reason <laughs> like us enough to want to interact with us um and i want to throw out matt austin uh who is on our discord he gives me a little bit of a hard time sometimes some days say deserved <laughs> yeah jerk jerk yeah, say sure. deserved <laughs> He has been on sort of like a one-man Twitter crusade uh, this past week oh, or man. so. Um, <laughs> GW, of course, releasing the, the message that said, hey, guys, Nazis are bad. If you're like a Nazi, you shouldn't play our game. Uh, and, of right. course, people responded with, why do you have to say that? Uh, and then also I think the thing that like I responded on Twitter to him today about was like people are like, well, it's not satire. Because satire is funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. How great was that thread? It was just perfect, dude. The best thing about that thread 
Well, it was Matt pointing that out. Uh, someone came in and was like, look, dude, you're a fucking moron. Keep politics out of 40K. Which, okay, one, is the, the stupidest fucking thing I've <laughs> ever seen or read. And we just did like a three-minute commercial for a ball trimmer. Uh, which, by the way, is fantastic. Um, but- and I'd like to I'd like to point out, well, like a quick interjection here, that we are getting uh, some kickbacks from them. They did send us some free products. They did. Pretty they cool. Did. If we if if like ten people use the Falcon code and get that twenty percent <laughs> off and free shipping, uh, like we get a more lucrative sponsorship. So yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna post it on my Facebook. I don't even care. Hell yeah, bag bag away. We got some like I think. Hell yeah. Sweet shirts, uh, yeah, and and then just uh, fulfilling our thing. This this episode will Dude, be. Posted. They gave me some underwear, John. Yeah, it supports my balls so wonderfully. I I mean, like I could talk about my balls for a really long time. I won't. <laughs> they want today. you to. I mean, I've already talked about them plenty today. More than like, enough. Let's be honest. Surprisingly, not the not more than <laughs> other Marvel episodes, now. but you know, what's yeah, not uncomfortable. <laughs> weirdly, yeah, it weirdly, just seems like I talk about them all the time. <laughs> it, it does. Um, but yeah, but thankfully, all of our episodes going forward will be the hashtag ad uh, and being referenced as, as advertised and, and paid for by Manscaped. Um, but a Black Library author came in and was like, hey, I know. I'm freelance, but fucking here's the deal. He explained something to me I never once thought of that blew my mind. And it was like, hey, okay, satire, right? Uh, the Queen of England is a useless figurehead who does nothing and sits on a golden throne uh, and takes a sacrifice of millions of dollars of taxpayer money to do something. I don't fucking know. She doesn't have any real power, and there's a bunch of, like, corruption underneath her. And I'm like, I never once equated the emperor to the monarchy in the U.K., which is insane because when he laid it out, I was like, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, sure. It was super like, good. It's, like, obvious, right? Like, and, like, technically, now I will say that the royal family, like, the the charity work and things like that that they do every year is really is really admirable and that kind of thing. But, obviously, like, them getting attacked, like, taxpayer money seems uh, a little gratuitous for that kind of stuff. It's like the part in The Lord of the Rings where he's like, you have no power here. It's like, what do they do? <laughs> cares so yeah that author jumped in that guy well that guy also said that yeah yeah he also said that rick Priestley didn't have a say in this because he didn't create 40k and i think matt sent him a screenshot of the rogue trader rulebook which said written by rick <laughs> Priestley. well like okay so the guy the his his uh matt's opponent here right uh made the made the assertion um that like oh the gw community team doesn't know what they're talking about they can say it's satire but that's not what it actually is Mm -hmm. like give me an author to say that it's satire and then like maybe we'll talk right and then the author comes on and just like (laughs) he's like no no not that author And then, oh, fuck, what did I reply to? Because, okay, this is, again, I, like, classic, dude. I bring this up as much as vegans and, and CrossFitters bring it up. But, like, dude, I'm an English major. That, that is my chosen major. Someone coming up to me and saying, like, satire isn't comedy. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? No, like, that's literally what satire <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> so, like, saying it's oh, satire man. is a cop-out. So, I'm just like, it's not a cop-out. The setting is literally satire. That, that, that right. is what it is. Like, I think you're confusing satire with parody. Yeah, but that's exactly, okay. Exactly, but that's okay. That's the world we live in now, where we we have to we have like a genuine tournament tactic. Apparently, is showing up dressed like Dennis Reynolds' uncle in full Nazi paraphernalia. 
and having his grandpa. Oh, his grandpa. Oh, yeah. yeah, thanks. And having your opponents refuse to play you, and then you're like, cool, I get a win. I'm like, cool. That's how wow. you win. That's how you become king of the Spanish 40k scene. Um, and then when you come out and say that's pretty bad, everyone's like, did you really have to say that? I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I feel if I ran a business, uh, I I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, totally fair. I think that's a really reasonable take. Mm-hmm. It's shockingly like, why is that surprising to anyone? Um, I, I just, I don't get it. Like wanting to keep politics out of 40 K. Oh, okay. Like even then I can kind of like understand it, but like, this isn't even about politics. It's about hate. Yeah. Like let's not have that taint the hobby whatsoever. Who Like, like, yeah, fuck racists. like, obviously, um, uh, and I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to play games against those people. I don't want to befriend no, those kinds dude, of people. Like no. I, I, I am, pass. I am far from a Richard Siegler or a John Lennon. I do not give a shit about where I end up in any kind of ranking. I do not want to spend three hours of my time around someone else like that. Uh, and, and fair play to Matt. He's like, honestly, I just can't make fun of John anymore. Uh, there are people far dumber than him, which is like <laughs> the, the highest praise he's put in there. Yeah. About Cause man, he rips on you. All the time. He does. He does. If you want to rip on me all the time, come, come, come on in. Um, yeah. Come join our discord. Join yeah, our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Give us a dollar instantly leave. Uh, we don't kick people out. Like you're stupid enough to give us money no. in the first place. Um, no, why would you even do that? That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's Russell, usually the first question we ask anybody who joins the, the literally anyway. as soon as like, I get that notification, I'm like, why? Uh, Russell uh, continues his quest to own every Primaris model and has some beautiful looking crimson fists coming along here. I know it's really uh, cool. Also, thank you for when I was saying I was going on this crazy impulsor quest that Danny sent me on for pointing out that the gladiator kit uh, is exactly the same as the impulsor, but with an extra sprue for five dollars more. Uh, so now I'm just going to be buying. So it it comes it comes with all the hatch options and stuff yep. too. Yep. Because I what looking at and thanks for this game's workshop. My start collecting uh, or my combat patrol black templars. The impulsor kit in there is two sprues, uh, which has all of the options on it there. Uh, and the gladiator awesome. stuff is just an extra sprue. So it's it's like the same kind of thing as like the razorback rhino thing from from back in the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Guys, just buy gladiators. Even if you're not going to fucking use them, at some point they're going to be good. You're going to have those half sprues lying right. around ready to go. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that tip there. Super happy about that. Uh, Wingo, I love you to death. You're painting Mortarian. Uh, <laughs> fair play to you, buddy. Uh, you're not going to play him anytime soon. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I want to talk about from our little community is uh, our good friend Tanner of the, the Lore Bros uh, from Grim After Dark. Oh, yeah, sure. Got got himself some three D printed turnits. Uh, the and this, this was a roller coaster half hour conversation between the folks oh, in our Discord here. It went from what are those fucking trash things that you're trying to show to <laughs> I love those trash things that you're trying to show. Um, Tyler, uh, who also doubles up as our, our editor and the person who makes us funny on Grim mm-hmm. After Dark. Um, yep. just roasted this guy to death. Uh, I want to kind of go through here. Um, <laughs> hive guard don't have rending claws. Your swarm Lord for potions are wild. Your man throw up looks like a fucking slug. Gaunts with <laughs> gaunts with jazz hands look real fucking weird. And the G sealer color is hard to see, but looks abhorrent and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> not like the unit. No, and, uh, the, uh, 
the the little hand, like the human hand that's sticking oh, yeah. off of the all, all of, of the his guns, all of his guns <laughs> that were three D printed were human hands, like just jazz hands. <laughs> so the thing, and and again, pump in the Discord because man, if we're selling out, we're gonna sell out hard with this one. Um, but yeah, sure. The guns all have human hands. The gene stealers are all T posing. <laughs> Amazing. Um. <laughs> and then Taylor of Lore Bros is like, mono T posing Steelers are so fucking funny. I love this army. It's horrific. I love it. Guns with human hands are amazing. So I can only <laughs> assume uh, Taylor will be receiving a package in the next week with human hand guns, uh, which will make him move away from whatever he's looking at today uh, for, for a different amazing. kind of army. Um, it's super good. Uh, GW's events are kind of wrapping up here, Danny. Balance updates came out. Uh, how are mm-hmm. you feeling uh, about quarterly balance updates? Hell yeah, I'm so stoked, dude. Uh, this makes me very happy. I I hope that we get a points update before LVO. We'll mm-hmm. see if that happens. If it doesn't, that's okay, too. When do you think um, we're going to see chapter would, approved? Dude, I, so it seems like it's right on the horizon to mm-hmm. me, especially with them playing with it, what, it's, is it this weekend or next weekend? This weekend coming up, which, by the way, I'm going to have to have you message Vanelli. Uh, um, this weekend coming up is going to be the GW Invitational, which has mm-hmm. winners from Austin, Florida, and uh, New Orleans, as well as best generals so, from all three. Siegler uh, cubed, so Siegler cubed, but he's not going right. Like, <laughs> no, I remember seeing dude that. has nothing yeah. else to prove. Like I think, like I, I coined the term Siegler sweep. Now that's what just. The dude, like, I think was it uh, Falcon said on uh, the adjacent show uh, where they do talk a little 40K with the bullshit that um, he only has reported. He has one more event to report. Uh, He's not even maxed his events and he is top 10. Oh, my God. (laughs) Number one right now, isn't he? Uh, let me look. That I up. think we'll so. Talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll see here. But like, he's so far, and he's not even maxed events, so he is above everyone else, which I'm sure he knows. Let me look this up yeah, here. which is which is crazy, right? Like, um, yeah, not so, even mad. I'm just impressed. So number one right now in the ITC, as I do my best, uh, Seth Oster impression. Oh, it's Brad. It's Brad. Brad yeah. the yeah. Animal Chester. Um. And then after that, number two coming in hot. Unlike my loading screen on my phone. There we go. Sean Aiden two, John Lennon third, Manny oh, Chima brutal. four. It imported uh, like a fine wine. And then we see, oh. Yeah, uh, so Siegler's not in the top 10 right now. Siegler dropped out of the top 10. But, like, if we go down, let, let's find him real quick. Because uh, this is the kind of content everyone fucking loves. Uh, Siegler is down at. Holy shit, he's down there. Ryan Schneider, a little 39 action. Did he get himself disqualified? By he's, uh, he's 158. 158. Right now? But if you look at his uh, reported scores, he's recorded four, He's got four scores. Four out of six. Three of those are winning GW yeah. Super Majors. Wow. So you have to imagine, uh, like, the... Uh, I obviously I don't know what he plans, but if he's able to make it out to uh, the next frontline event, which I believe is New Orleans, um, pretty good chance of that. And then LVO, which again he has a pretty good chance at just because of, of who he is. Like it's crazy. The next person who only has four scores uh, listed is so far down. Uh, it's not even funny. 
it's it's bizarre that that house in Florida. Like I don't know what Nanavati is injecting them with. Like what is like some kind of steroid HGH? Some HGH. Because uh, yeah. Anyway, I they're just they're just saying. So I think the reason that he's not going this uh, he's not going to that invitational. Um, you know, like keep in mind that he is a, like a doctoral candidate. So like I assume that there's probably some kind of school thing going on. I think like he's going he's to teaching Europe. finals or. Oh really? I mean, oh, that's cool. That's even had, better, man. He already had a trip planned. Um, oh, that's cool. But yeah, yeah. So, so super cool seeing that coming up. So we're gonna see the missions. Like, if you're listening to this release day today, um, and so you would have to imagine the pre-order window is coming up soon. Uh, will it make it by the LVO cutoff, which is going to be January thirteenth, is list submission day? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah, new new points are coming, uh, and I think we're hearing that it's going to be a radically different upgrade. So there's going to be more changes this time, and not just sort of like very very minimal changes uh, that the last year was. And I think a lot of people were super disappointed I, with. Yeah, I kind of had heard that maybe there will be some Necron changes. Um. <laughs> we'll see i'm not trying not to get my hopes up too much yeah. i'll be fine if i'm just get to stick where i'm at right now so that's fine yeah um but yeah so hopefully soon uh we'll, we'll get more coming up uh danny we're gonna take a quick last break and we're gonna wrap this on up uh, and then we will mm-hmm. be right holy shit you think i would line this up way better but no i'm just gonna continue to not line it up and make it seem completely unnatural until the very last. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits. As recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. Natural. Like that. And you wouldn't even notice that I put an ad in. Or did any (laughs) kind of editing. Amazing. Amazing. Super good. Um, yeah, so thank you all for listening through this, this, this very nice paid, uh, promotion, uh, advertised Manscaped pod, uh, that we are now, um, Danny, anything you want to add in, uh, before we go out here? No, no, I think I've said my piece on just about everything. Um, really happy to be back here though and talk to you, can, buddy. Can I just say this was a lot of fun, uh, and we need to do this more often because like, I did zero prep for this. I mean, you guys know that. You're listening to this. Um, but it's kind of nice to just kind of come in and just shoot the shit for like an hour and 12 minutes. Uh, and we want to thank the wonderful people at Manscaped uh, for encouraging us to come back and do this for you all. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and yeah. And then just <laughs> really quick, Danny, talk about something here real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. So, like, uh, I am super excited to uh work on some models that i that i have that i haven't started that i haven't oh, started shit. yet yeah yeah were they shipped down yeah. to you oh finally man um <laughs> i've got uh so th- this is funny like i only have five wraiths that are built um really so don't I, you have like yeah, literally is, thousands of points of necrons i have like one of every unit painted but i don't have necessarily multiple units of like fast attack and that kind of stuff unless i've recently acquired not recently but like semi recently acquired Mm -hmm. them um so i've kind of like spread my stuff out a little bit uh so i've only ever had one 
one squad of wraiths. So I have six more on the sprue that I'm probably going to try and build and paint up here in the next uh, little bit. Uh, I also have, I also want to paint up some more score pack destroyers. Uh, I only have, I think, I think I only have three painted right now, but I have 11 in the list that I've been running. So I'm probably going to paint up some more of those. I do have um, a Lord on the way. I picked up a score tech Lord off of eBay for $13. And I'm very nice. excited about that. He's such a cool model. So cool. Like, just really cool. Model. And again, after listening, like, we're going to be talking about this on another day on, on Grim After Dark. But um, I loved uh, the role Scorptech and all the Destroyer cult people played. And, and man, how the Necrons interacted with them. Like, that was the cool thing when they were like, eh, let's stay a little bit away yeah, like, from you. Right. And like how, uh, like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, or can like when he goes to tell them what to do, like mm-hmm. he has to like, he fully shields himself, like, like just make sure he doesn't touch anyone. Like he's very like hands off and like, all right, you guys freak me out and I don't <laughs> want to like contract the destroyer virus or whatever from you, um, which is super cool. Like and very, like very thematic. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, super, super cool. Uh, it's super great. And, and again, thank you all for uh, listening Man, I'm mm-hmm. just stuck in that Grim After Dark phase where I have to stay watching. Um, <laughs> but we're going to close out again thanking our wonderful, uh, wonderful, amazing sponsors at Manscaped. Uh, jingle mm-hmm. balls to the walls, fellas. Uh, listen up. Untrim pubes are a thing of the past, and it's possible you have Sansa's beard in your pants. Hey, Danny, I'm going to cut away from this ad read. Uh, when I got back into 40K and I hooked up with like Nate and his crew and they kind of took me in, uh, I was older than them by a few years, and they referred to me as mm-hmm. the mighty gray bush because uh, of my gray pubes, uh, which apparently mm-hmm. I had at the time. But anyway, um, it's time to it leave. It was news to you, I know. It was. It's time to leave your significant yeah. other some cookies and milk and at the bottom of your chimney. I'm talking about the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> This electric trimmer has property proprietary advanced skin safe technology <laughs> to reduce cuts on your nuts. I love that that rhymes. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Uh, it's like a gift to your partner with less mess, unless you have to unclog a drain. Uh, Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes crop preserver, crop reviver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant that does work, a moisturizer and toner. It's time to keep your North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. This hygiene bundle will also come with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that Danny's wearing right now and can attest to its anti-chafeness. Uh, the perfect package for his perfect package. Uh, it's going above and beyond with the new ultra premium body wash. It's infused with aloe vera. Sea salts keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. Uh, they all just launched their new two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, which has key ingredients with benefits that include hydrating and nourishing, conditioning the scalp of your nuts, and strengthening your hair of the nuts at the same time. Tis the season to load up on Manscaped products, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FALCON at manscaped.com. <laughs> Every thanks, guy, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Every guy out there needs to add Manscaped to their wish list this season. Uh, and use promo code FALCON. It really helps Danny and I out and Mob Rules as the show. Uh, for <laughs> Mob Rules, I've been John. I've been Danny. And we will see you next time.
Gromo Code Falcon.